Thomas Harris Hannibal series, a moonlit alley that has carnival sounds coming from an unseen corner, too enticing to ignore, advertised in that dark fair is exactly what you want secretly and can't help but take, witnessing the destruction of man, one person at a time, one puzzle at a time. Okay, so uh, I'm going to be talking about the books here, the Hannibal series by Thomas Harris. Um, I will talk about the show sometime in the future, but that won't be for a while. By the way, I love the show. I'm not going to be talking about the movies here, just the books that all that is based on. Uh, so, Thomas Harris first wrote um, the Hannibal character in the book Red Dragon, is when Hannibal first appears. Uh, that came out in 81. Silence of the Lambs was next. That came out in 1988. And then Hannibal, 1999. And then the final book of the Hannibal series, uh, Hannibal Rising, which came out in 2006. So Thomas Harris has only written six books ever. One called Black Sunday before the Hannibal series, and then one that I can't remember the name of right now because I just forgot it and escaped my brain. I want to say that it starts with a C and the second word starts with an M. But uh, that was uh, 2012, I believe. I don't remember now. 2009? Anyway, uh, I think he's been doing a lot of fishing. So, um, I don't know. He made so much money, I'm assuming, off of Silence of the Lambs, the movie, just by that adaptation uh, alone that I don't think he has to write. He writes for the joy of writing. Uh, I've only read these, the Hannibal series by him, those four books. The other two um, I have not read. I don't know what they're like, but it's not about them anyway. So um, we are talking about a crime, psychological thriller. Um, I feel like this just exemplifies the genre of psychological thriller. I just think Hannibal Lecter as a character is the just the dude, right? Like, well, when you think psychological thriller, this is what you should be thinking of. Um, expertly, masterfully written books here. Um, the story, the characters, everything is so rich. Um, again, it's we. I just call it a psychological thriller. Calling it a crime drama seems weird, but I mean drama fits into thrillers and suspense. Just a different type of drama, right? This isn't like slow moving, like family drama. Um, this isn't Jane Austen. Like this is. This is some real dark stuff happening and exploring, you know, um, the nature of man in a way. Uh, but anyway, there's these big gaps in his release dates, but it doesn't feel that way, which is one thing that I really love here. Um, it doesn't feel like there was these huge gaps between writing and the writing style has changed so much and it's just not going the way that I thought it should. Like, it's, it's very fluid. Um, I, I really dig that about it. Um, it's steeped in suspense. Like, these books are just... Again, they're masterworks of this genre. Um, they are just great writing. We've got, again, very rich characters, not an abundance of main characters that we explore. I mean, we're focused on Hannibal and a few people around him, but mainly him. And he is an abyss <laughs> um, that, that we explore through these stories. Um, man, they're just so good. They're so good. So... I will mention, I had seen the movie Silence of the Lambs, I don't know how many times, three or four times before um, I had ever seen the series Hannibal. Um, 
and it's an amazing TV series. Absolutely beautiful. It's it's one of my favorite TV shows of all time. I've watched it twice all the way through, and a third time, I'm hoping. Um, I don't know when, but at some point here in the next little bit, who knows when, but it's, it's, uh, it's amazing. It's wonderful. Um, I had watched that twice before I had read the books. So I kind of had all this stuff and I, and I, I was going into the books really excited, but just like skeptical of like, oh man, did they enrich the writing that much? Like, or, or is it kind of like Fight Club where the movie was like so verbatim from the book that yes, it's a different thing and they've done, they've built upon that um, visually just like amazingly with cinema. But um, yeah, I was surprised, not surprised, I was, I was happy to find that the movie Silence of the Lambs, and I had not watched any of the other Hannibal related movies by the way, um, and also, the show that that started as an adaptation of Red Dragon, specifically that book, um, and some time that goes on before it, and maybe after, uh, that they draw from the books a lot. It's not just like they are their own thing, but the books are so good, they stayed fairly true to the books. So, back to the books. Um... I'm going to go through them really quickly because just as a whole, like, um, no spoilers again, no spoilers, uh, but Red Dragon kicks it off here. Um, they do go in chronological order except for the last book, which is a prequel to everything, but yeah, so we're introduced to Hannibal here. Um, if you don't know anything about this universe, about Hannibal Lecter, I mean, like, it'd be really hard. He's such a cultural touchstone. Um... And especially because of Anthony Hopkins' uh, rendition of that character in Silence of the Lambs and Hannibal. And I don't know if he played him in Red Dragon or not. I, again, I haven't seen those movies, but I know that he played Hannibal Lecter in Silence of the Lambs and Hannibal the movies, the film adaptations. But anyway, um, yeah, if you don't know anything about Hannibal, he is nicknamed Hannibal the Cannibal. So these aren't spoilers. These are things that, like, I just, I would, it's really difficult to believe that if you're watching this, that you don't know this already about Hannibal, even if you've never seen any of the films or show or read the books. But um, he, he likes to ingest human people. Uh, he's a masterful chef. Uh, he's a man of the, of the finer things in life. Um, all types of, of, of art, music, poetry, and fashion, um, cooking, like I mentioned, just everything you could think of. Uh, and he's a very literate, learned man um, who's a psychologist, or was, um, depending on where you are in the books here. Uh, so he he is just incredibly able to manipulate people because of the amount of skill and his demeanor, I guess, that he has and in his desire to do that. But he, he, he's got the skills to pay the bills in that department. Um, so this is a story. These are stories about him. This is, this is about uh, his doings. And again, this is just exemplifies a psychological thriller more than anything ever that I have seen. Um, it's just masterful work. It's beautiful work. Uh, the writing is just so, at times, lyrical. Um, but also just like... The way that Thomas Harris can write action, I thought like I thought I was watching a blockbuster movie. Like I was just like I didn't expect it. 
because uh, I'm so used to just being like, this is a psychological thriller. But there are some parts that are just like, whole, like he's just he's a master writer, and it's a, it's a shame he's not sharing his gift with the world by writing more. But anyway, um, at least we've got this, and this is beautiful. So anyway, Red Dragon, uh, we've got kind of like a very specific, I'll say like a very specific case um, that's being focused on here, and I won't really say much more about that. Um, but we, we, we are introduced to Hannibal in his adulthood already, um, and he's very much who, who he is. Um, Silence of the Lambs, um, I mean, here's the thing, Red Dragon, I mean, if you, if you think about Hannibal, and if you know anything about that, you probably also know, especially with Silence of the Lambs, I think, being the most popular movie out of the four that were, the, the adaptations that were made here, um, of Clarice, um, Agent Starling. Um, she's been referenced in popular culture as well, in music and stuff. Um, so, I will say in Red Dragon, we have a different... Hannibal is opposite someone else. There's a different character that he's opposite of, and it is not Agent Starling. Um, but she comes into play in Silence of the Lambs, and again, this is just continuing that work in a way. It's an unrelated story, um, I will say. Uh, but then Hannibal continues kind of the Silence of the Lambs book. Um, it, it follows that story and kind of finishes it up. And I, I, I just, I've got some notes in my written reviews from when I read this. Because I read this, I finished reading it um, over a year ago. And didn't do a review on it uh, for the vlog, but, but that was silly. So, um, I mentioned, yeah, this has some of the best action writing I've ever read. Um... That, that it's it's cool because like Hannibal was the last one written um, in in this in the sequence before the prequel right so it was like in 1999 and then before that it was 88 and before that it was 81 and let, yet like the writing doesn't slack like he's such a great writer and it feels like he polished up all these elements that are in the first two books um, and, and they're just even better like the action sequences and stuff are just just so much better um, Yeah, what else did I have to say here? Uh, I talk about the ending. Again, I'm not going to give you any spoilers. Um, it wasn't exactly where I thought it would go. It kind of took a hard left. Um, some people might have been expecting it to go that way. I did not. Uh, but I just want to say there, there's this line, which is, isn't a spoiler because we're out of context here too, but it's just a beautiful line out of context. We can only learn so much and live. And I love that line, and it's... If you want to think of this as a trilogy, I mean, it's just a beautiful ending to that trilogy. Um, but then, you know, you have 2006, he comes out with Hannibal Rising. And I think that, I, I don't know, he, he just, he wanted to flesh out the story. You know, he wanted to flesh out the, the trilogy that he had by giving um, this, this insight into, man, we, Hannibal's like this wonderfully rich character that that likes all these finer things in life and like where did he come from like we know some things about his heritage but he's such a mystery still in like the first three books that it's like what i don't know enough about hannibal like how did he get here how is he that per like what is going on and so i don't know if it was like he was i, I can't see thomas harris you know the one who's only written six books ever um that we that have been published under that name anyway I can't see him bowing to the will of the people who just wanted to know more about Hannibal. I imagine that he just did it because he wanted to. 
And this prequel is great, though. Like, it does give so much, again, rich uh, insight, and there's a lot of depth here where we really learn about Hannibal's past and how he kind of came to be who he is and why he does certain things the way he does, and even why he's a cannibal. I think we learn that here. We learn where that taste came from. Uh, we learn how he was influenced to appreciate um, the, these certain aspects of art and things. And uh, this book, I think, out of the majority, out of, I mean, this the last book, Hannibal Rising, in the context of the whole, is probably the most poetically written, um, has a lot of beautiful passages, and I think it's also because we are being exposed to more of, of art um, that cannibal, cannibal, Freudian slip, that Hannibal enjoys here, um, and, and just like how he, he got to that place where he um, was influenced and inspired and was taught to enjoy these certain things. Anyway, uh, the thing is, there's room, I will say this, there's room between Hannibal Rising and Red Dragon. There's a big chunk of time there that we can learn more about Hannibal. We can, there's more story there that can be written. And if Thomas Harris ever wants to, to do that, I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, top Shelf. Top Shelf. It's Top Shelf stuff. Are these important books for my life? No, they are incredibly well-written books that supply great entertainment. I think that they can they challenge a reader, but not in the way of like, this is an important book, and it's like, everyone should read this, and you're going to learn something about yourself. No, but they're important in the aspect that, I mean, not important. They, they are, the function that they serve is, it's hard to say it's just entertainment. They, they, they challenge a reader with just these ideas and concepts that are not about enriching your life, but they're just like, whoa, like, I didn't know that, 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 uh, like, again, it's exploring human nature in a way, but not in a heavy handed way. It's just like a great story with great thrilling sequences and beautifully like worked traps and puzzles. And it, it, they're page turners for sure like that's again the man can spin a yarn like uh, Thomas Harris knows what he's doing he's a fantastic writer and these are top shelf books for me I, I just I love the character that he's created here and as a reader it's a joy to delve into this world Hannibal <laughs>